0: Hello and welcome to Vital Compass. I'm Crisio Rasprade and this episode is on hope. In nature, spring is a season that shows us the value of hope. Depending on where you are on earth, there are so many months of darkness during autumn and winter that when the sun stays longer and we have more daylight, Ah, uh, we notice that. We're smiling at little nature's sprouts everywhere we go. At least that's what I do. Um, in mythology, Elpis is the last of the minor Greek goddesses to leave Pandora's box. Elpis, or Hope, was kept there longer because when Pandora noticed all the evils that were released from the box, she quickly closed it. Later she realized there couldn't be any more evil left, so she goes back to it and opens the box to find hope alone in there. Thank God she set hope free. (laughs) Hope is usually experienced in a religious or spiritual background. In the Catholic tradition, hope is one of the three theological virtues together with faith and charity, also known as love. Today I would like to talk about hope from a psychological perspective. In the face of troubles in life, it's important for us to be able to access resources to better cope with the difficulties and find ways to get over them. And many times hope makes us company from the very beginning, before we even uh, realize how strong we can be. I really like Eric Fromm's definition um, of hope. He was a philosopher and a psychoanalyst. Very different from Freud. And he said, Hope is paradoxical. It's neither passive waiting nor it is unrealistic forcing of circumstances that cannot occur. To hope means to be ready at every moment for that which is not yet born, and yet not become desperate if there is no birth in our lifetime. There's no sense in hoping for that which already exists or for that which cannot be. Those whose hope is weak settle down for comfort or for violence. Those whose hope is strong See and cherish all signs of new life and are ready every moment to help the birth of that which is ready to be born. To hope is to wait in confidence and to nurture a desire in anticipation. We want what we do not have. Therefore, there is an aspect of absence, of lacking on something. And the expectation of success also carries with it the fear of not getting there. But what calls my attention on Fromm's definition is the disposition to leave the present moment with an attitude of acceptance while cherishing our capacity to reach our goals. We can think that hope is always directed towards the future, but... Remember when you were in school and you had a test? You took the test and until you had the grade, you hoped that it was a good grade. The possibility of action was in the past, but still, ignorance made it possible to hope. And there is also hope in situations that we feel impotent to change. Um, We all hope the pandemic ends soon, but... We cannot really make this happen, we are doing all we can to contain it, and that's good because we are hoping it ends soon. In positive psychology, hope is a mental state of optimism based on the expectation of a positive outcome in respect to a certain event or circumstance in life. Uh, This year, my daughter started secondary school and a great friend of hers was in the waiting list to join the same school. Um, It's been five years that my daughter, uh, that we all live here in London, so my daughter sometimes gets confused about some Portuguese words. A friend of ours asked her about the school uh, in Portuguese and, and she said in Portuguese, my friend is in the hoping list. The word wait in Portuguese is espera, and the word hope is esperança. She said exactly what it was. Of course it was not a waiting list. It was a hoping list. Charles Snyder, a specialist in positive psychology, he studied hope and forgiveness and how um, they are related to many factors that impact on different dimensions um, of life, such as health, education, work, and also personal meaning. And he described three central aspects in the process of hoping. Goals, approaching life in a goal-oriented way. Pathways, finding different ways to achieve your goals, an agency, believing that you can instigate change and achieve these goals. From this perspective, we can see hope as the perceived capability to derive pathways to desired goals and motivate oneself via agency thinking so to use those pathways. As a Nina resource, hope is crucial in managing health issues such as um, traumas, severe and chronic diseases also. Researchers identify that some people say they have hope, but they approach it in a passive way, more like positive thinking, when in truth they deny the reality they are living. Um, Positive thinking cannot be a cage that does not allow for deep reflections on the reality of a problem. This type of attitude, combined with denial, can impact negatively on coping. It's very different than hoping. Snyder created a few scales to measure hope, and uh, one of the first ones is the Adult Dispositional Hope Scale, ADHS, where you answer um, 12 questions, four measure pathways, four measure agency, and there are other four to fill in. Um, there are some downsides to Snyder theory and scale, as most of it was used um, in the U.S. only and uh, amongst uh, university students, so there is a lack of diversity in the researchers. I find it's important to say that, but at the same time, I think he raised some relevant cognitive aspects on the subject. There are other psychologists who explore hope more connected to emotions and affections. And we we can take a a look into that in other episodes. So if you feel like it, just let me know. Send me an email. It's vitalcompass at gmail.com. Or in the website, you can just go to the contact page. Um, Hope is understood as an important part of coping mechanisms, and psychotherapy is very helpful in assisting people to process how they interact with the external world and with themselves. It helps people understand themselves better and find inner and outer resources to deal with struggles and difficulties. Psychotherapy offers acceptance, support, and validates inner strengths. The way each one of us perceives the future influences the way we behave and how we live the present. Have you heard of self-fulfilling prophecy? When our belief system impacts on our lives contributing for an announced future. So, for example, a person who is sick and has a set of beliefs that are distorted and harmful... Uh, can uh, think of the disease as punishment and have an attitude of like, oh no, I deserve this pain, I deserve being sick, there's nothing I can do. And this person tends to not adhere to treatment protocols and eat with no concern for nutrition, not engage in any therapeutic services. There's an attitude of, I don't care, I know I'm doomed. And the reality that's being created is one that supports the distorted belief system. So, when the worst happens, the person will say, I knew it. I told you. I told you I'm doomed. There are people that have such a pleasure in saying these words, as if it were better to be right than to really feel better in the end. Every present moment brings a possibility of choice, At this time, you can choose to be the author of your own life, even in hard circumstances. Viktor Frankl explored these so deeply in his own life during the Holocaust. I mentioned him before. He was a Viennese psychologist, and he talked about how we always have the capacity to choose the answer we want to give in life, and also that... In hard times, we are challenged to change ourselves. Frankel's vision combined with Fromm's definition is what hope is for me. In hard days, hope can be a gentle companion, nurturing our resilience, helping in the process of forging meaning. It can kindly encourage us to live and get stronger in the face of our troubles. To hope is to nurture the possible choices, being capable of creating paths and walk, validating each nature's sprout along the way. October is World Hospice and Palliative Care Month. Every year we celebrate palliative care on the second Saturday of the month of October. In this episode is a tribute to all the patients and families who nurture hope in the face of the biggest challenges in life. Before I say goodbye, I invite you to follow Vita Compass on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is just a click. And when you have some time, go check the website, www.vitocompass.com. You can create a login and follow closely the posts on Explore and also the podcast episodes fresh from the oven. And if you enjoyed this episode, please make a review here. You can help others find the podcast, and we can expand our circle of conversations. I'll see you next week. Take good care of yourself.